wait, if we just made it weird the whole time, how many people do we have in here treating it like a live <laughs> thing? <laughs> like reading comments we don't see? Uh, hey, yeah, thank you. No, it's uh, Julia, thank you for the 14 months. <laughs> Robin, appreciate the donation, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for coming on in here uh, today. Everyone's like, what is this? What platform is this? Um, <laughs> do you know what? No, I don't want to know. <laughs> Guess what episode we're on? To any of those keeping track, we're on episode 10. Episode 10, you know, it feels kind of special, right? People like numbers that are like that. <laughs> and in honor of hitting double digits, we're what dressed we- nicely and we're going to speak very uh, intentionally. Episode 9 was a little bit of a, uh, what was, in a word, Andrew, if you were to describe episode 9, what do you think that word First would be? First of all, episode, episode 9 wasn't a little bit of anything, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> that was a, I... Sort of just a um, descent, really. Not into something that we liked, I feel, but it was a little bit wild. And uh, there were so many loose ends, and I saw many things in the comments that were like, finish this, finish this, finish this. And to those, I want to say, no. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just trying to think. Loose ends, loose ends. Sounds like, what is it? Oh, it it sounds like when I moved out of San Francisco. (laughs) Explain. Uh, Let's just say I had a lot of exes. Oh, right. Of course. Yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) I was thinking of like physically loose ends, but of course that guy would somehow make it about his yeah, yeah. weird yeah. Uh, brigade of people who he's <laughs> had weird encounters with. He's got quite a past. He's been alive for a very long time. This this weird budding character that has developed on this budding. No, he's fully he's budding. fully developed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just always finds these opportunities. Oh, <laughs> fully developed. Was, Sounds like that Tom Brady. <laughs> Also, why did that come from my mouth, Tom Brady? Welcome to our sports podcast. So, because, uh, you, because, oh, ooh, what? Well, this is kind of funny. The Super Bowl was Sunday, and uh, somebody won. Wait, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, versus the, uh, the Kansas Pioneers. City Chiefs. Oh, what's that? The the Kansas City Pioneers. God, <laughs> do you know what sport it is? Yes, Bears football. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I didn't play. I didn't play sports. Um, surprise! <laughs> you play oh. baseball. You seem like a baseball player. Oh, in your little baseball costume. I played basketball, baseball, and then I started playing golf in oh. high school. So I kind of played sports. My I, whole I played uh, rugby a little bit, a little That's bit. A so little wild bit. to yeah. hear. But but um, rugby. I'm, it's not a big American sport. It's how did that even happen? Anyway, I don't know. I, it was. Fun. <laughs> I don't know if this episode is gonna go. Everyone. I don't know like, how much. What? Time we want to spend on rugby. <laughs> Why did we just do that? I, I believe, uh, shout out to the people in the UK listening to this podcast. I believe there are some. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I saw, saw that. Oh, if you're listening in London, oh my gosh, you're having fun. That's so cool. Is it raining? Ooh, they're raining in London. Oh man, that would be nice. A nice oh. little foggy London day. London Fog brand oh. now available at Coles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, but they have nothing to do with this episode. But you know who does have something to do with this episode? Uh, we do. We do want to thank our actual sponsors of this episode. Three companies, Andrew. HBO Max, Raycon, and Honey. Which, did you get Honey? You were saying last time you didn't get Honey. Did, did you finally get some? Hun- oh, are for you talking about for the chicken fingers, as you say? No. Oh, we had wonderful chicken fingers. But no, oh. did you get Honey for your apartment? I did. Oh, Hun- well, yes. Oh, well, you were very confused. I thought you meant actually download Honey. And now you're talking about no, buying honey for my apartment yes, 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 from I'm the sorry. grocery store. Yes, and then yes. I originally uh, thought you meant me getting no, honey with no, my chicken fingers no, because I wanted no, honey I mustard, know, but they didn't have honey no, mustard. They had something called honey, spicy honey. Andrew, and let me tell you, you ran out swing of, and a miss there, you, you, buddy. I didn't think so. That was so. not what I no. was wanting when I said honey mustard. They I said, put well, it, we have no, spicy no, no, honey. I, I put it all over my breakfast burrito. 
I uh, I won a pumpkin pie eating contest one time at my school. I have a picture of me, uh, reigning champion, doing this, like like I win- winning the pumpkin pie episode. Also, don't mind me just casually holding my wand. Not me holding my wand. <laughs> all your teachers in school. Well, there he is, that Garrett Watch, causing all the trouble playing rugby and eating pumpkin pie. That pumpkin <laughs> pie rugby playing wand carrying SOB running around. <laughs> I think I, I played rugby like four times <laughs> in school, and they were like, ew, get off our team. No, they, no one kicked me off my team. Although, I did get kicked out of a musical once. I, I got kicked out of a musical because um, it was my fair lady. You want to know why? Because the drama teacher who sucked, <laughs> Mr. <Yeah. laughs> oh my God, <laughs> don't do I it. want to so badly. He was actually the worst. Like, like you know, not not how people go like, um, uh, we, we've said this before, but sometimes, you know how you look back on things that your teachers do in school and you're like, that was weird. Like, that was not a normal thing to do. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those people that I've thought about many times in my adult years. And I was like, oh, yeah, you were like objectively a problem. <laughs> I won't say his name. But yeah, he kicked me out of my fair lady. Now, he had every right to do so. He said that my heart wasn't in the role because I never showed up to the uh, rehearsals. Mm. But I knew it well enough. Oh, my gosh. Very responsible thing for a teacher to do. <laughs> Super on par with like the handbook. Yes, but you have to trust me that in every other respect, he stinks. I think what's happening right now is you're letting your sort of weird, egomaniacal perspective of the situation completely overshadow the responsibility of a perfectly competent. All right. uh, You're making me go here. You're making me go here. This teacher, which I will not say his name, called my dad once. And he was like, hey, how's it going, Mr. Watts? You know, and my dad was like, fine, fine. How's it going with you? He's like, oh, I'm Garrett's drama teacher. And, you know, he brought up some sort of like nonsensical thing of like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if it was a disciplinary thing or just some sort of, yeah, you know, it's nice to have him in class. He's a little crazy. And I talked to him about it. And then he brought up to him. He said, are you aware that your son is probably, you know, a little probably. And I was out to my dad as a gay man. Oh. And he was like, yes. And he was like, well, you know, he's not. He's a little what? And my dad was like, "What is happening what are you right talking now?" Talking about yeah, I'm very confused. And he was like, "Are you referring to the fact that my son is gay?" And he was like, "Well, I wasn't gonna say it." And he was like, "What is happening oh, right geez. now?" And it was like a whole thing to where you like put him in his place and stuff. And it was like, Whoa. yeah, it was re- really, really strange." And then apparently, kind of, kind of like terrible. But uh, but yeah, I don't. I think he got. Well, fired. I'm like, what was his angle? That that's he was a, like just shaming you. I don't understand. That's a really good question. He was I don't calling really... your dad to like create a weird household tension, hoping that your dad had like a problem with you. I really, gay. I don't understand. I really don't know. He's just being a weirdo. <laughs> he, well, he was, and he had, uh, and I really won't go Maybe here. He thought it was tea. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ill. Calling your dad. I got some for you um he calls he calls my dad and goes uh hey mr watts uh, how's it going this is your son's drama teacher um do you hear a kettle whistling <laughs> and my dad goes kettle whistling and he goes well i guess you could say i've got some piping hot tea <laughs> <laughs> and my dad goes spill sis and he just talks shit about me for like an hour yeah oh no i don't know what his angle was but i will say without going there that he had a very problematic past that like got uncovered and stuff and i I don't think he works there anymore but it didn't affect me you know what you gotta like the most basic advice ever you gotta brush the haters off okay because most of the time they're just jealous (laughs) can we just can we just completely remarket the podcast as just being this empty vessel of nothing (laughs) just like i mean it of course, already is that, yeah. but yeah. Um, and this e- podcast, even more so than it already is. Yeah, this podcast is like when you go to break open an egg and you're going to make <laughs> breakfast, right? But nothing comes out. Nothing comes out of the egg. You crack it open. This is the worst analogy ever because no one's ever experienced that ever. <laughs> but what if that had? To, what if it did? I, I don't know where we were. Wait, where were we? We're, <clears throat> well, we were welcoming people to episode 10. 
and we were saying thank you for being here. This is so exciting. We're so, uh, I think, weirdly surprised and delighted that we've had people uh, with us along for the ride this long. Mm. I'm wearing this vest. Andrew's wearing his hands. Oh, it's not a vest, right? You told me it's a coat. That is a what I would describe as a um, sport coat or a blazer. Which is too small for me because look at the... Uh, the arms. I've had many a jacket, which I adored, but unfortunately realized whilst driving my car yeah. that there's that weird little thing happening underneath your armpits where you kind of get all, oh. all like, ah, oh. ah, you get like all stiff. Oh no. Ah, and then guess what? Jacket gets returned to the retailer. Yeah. Because I can't do anything with this. I was supposed to return this, but yeah. I did it too late. Give this to Gumby. No. <laughs> the only, the only, the only creature that can somehow fit in that weird quarter like weird yeah. tailored thing. I feel like people don't talk about Gumby enough. <laughs> if you don't know who Gumby is, Google it. It's actually you're gonna find a really fun result. Andrew, did you ever have a contentious relationship with a high school uh pers- like teacher? Uh no. I, I uh, You were a good boy. I love I love throwing this out there and never returning back to it. Uh no. I stopped going to traditional high school halfway through my sophomore year and ended up doing a high school online. So I didn't run into many teachers. That is true. <laughs> you didn't you make the conscious decision to stop going to school? Like not dropping out, but you stopped going to traditional school and then went to online classes. Yeah, I was doing a bunch of stuff. I actually had like an internship downtown in Chicago when I was 17 and stuff. I just was doing other things. It's weird. I, it's really hard to explain. It's like part of my life that I don't even think about ever. Andrew has this mysterious background that like <laughs> No, see, he he does have this mysterious background to me. He'll be he like lived in Poland. Like it, it, what are the other things? You li- you've lived in like 365 cities. It's so funny. We don't we don't as humans oh, think weird. think about our past enough. I'm serious. I'm actually like weirdly uh, being kind of serious because we how are we talking about? I block that dude. I not block it out. That's the wrong thing because block it block out. Block it out sounds like me with my curtains. <laughs> block it out sounds like me with the tax collectors. He's like a huge problem. He's like the <laughs> facing like 12 years yeah, of jail. The IRS is IRS. like after him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me with all Jeremy's lawyers. <laughs> What's going on with you, Jeremy? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, you get it's you, oh, you divorce. Yeah. You get legal separation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's not that. It just makes sounds, yeah. Because if it's not that, that's really crazy. <laughs> and, like kind of weird. We gotta end this. Not only end the bit, but end the podcast. End oh the yeah, channel. episode ten. We had a good run. Or did we? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes people in the comments were like, stop apologizing. Oh, speaking of comments, there were so many things that people asked for. They were like, you didn't finish this story. You didn't finish this story. feel a little bad about that. Well, I saw in the last podcast, I talked about being a wedding DJ. And like, it was so funny because it looked like this really random just moment of me bringing up that I was a wedding DJ. But I was like yeah. linking it to this idea that I thought was going to contribute to this really great podcast conversation. And then for the oh Andrew and look at his I'm sorry didn't it, mean to do it. I just realized that I drank all my coffee without showing off my cup. Andrew, I did I did uh, yes. red marker on blue tape today, um, just because it, in celebration of the uh, ten ten episode. Andrew 10, has 10 the episode, to the audio cup. listeners. Andrew has the most beautiful coffee cup. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say that the last podcast episode we went off the rails, and I was like gonna do this point about like going to my uh, interview for like being a wedding DJ. <laughs> okay, catch you up to speed for those yeah. who didn't You're watch interviewing episode. to be a wedding DJ. <laughs> yeah. I showed up to this interview that I had yes. absolutely no right to be at. Yeah. I, uh, at the time, I wanted to be a wedding DJ. I don't know why I had it in my mind that I so badly wanted to be a wedding DJ. I just got obsessed with it. Where, if I might ask you, when you yeah. sh- did the interview, okay, how did you even get there? Was it a ad somewhere? Did somebody you know hook you up with the interview? <laughs> Guy's got to be way too official. <clears throat> yeah, listen. <laughs> so uh, the day was uh, April 7th, okay? Uh, weather was a cool 77 degrees. This is quite the form you've taken on. Yes, yes, yes. It's like very intimidating. I woke up, <clears throat> had myself a couple of eggs, right? a little bit of sausage. <laughs> what was this? 
Ah, it's April 7th. Of what year? 2000. <laughs> you remember something <laughs> as specific as that 20 yes, years ago? I was, just, I was ago. a little boy. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, uh, well, let me tell you what happened. I, I wanted to be, I got very obsessed with becoming a wedding DJ because I'm good. I like talking to people, right? <clears throat> so I started a window washing company because um, I was raised like a uh, Mormon, right? And so like that religion is very, um, like people know each other really, uh, they're really like close. Fun fact alarm. Sorry, I'm gonna. I am so. I, I think I was stricken with silence because I was so curious to know what the fun fact alarm would sound like. Can you please hypothesize as to what it sounds like? I know people already heard it, but okay. Yeah. So, you know that little triangular instrument that you may or may not have played when you were in fifth grade music class. Oh, the, 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 is that it, what it's, the? It's it's gonna be it's gonna be that mixed with like a. Ooh, correct answer on a game show. Also, I wanted to uh, update everybody on the uh, the up. There's just a couple updates for the episode. Oh, sure. But Weird. now I can't lose track of where I was going with that. No, 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 that problem. would be grossly irresponsible. No, no, no. I, I just forgot to update people at the beginning of the episode. I wanted to do like, you know, uh, at the top of like the school when they announced the announcements over the loudspeaker. I just remembered that. Yeah. Oh, people aren't even in school right now in a lot of places. Andrew, right. imagine you're sitting in your classroom and you hear this. It goes, the alarm goes... It's like oh, it's 9, 12, 10 a.m. or something. And the alarm goes, what do school alarms go like? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Law and Order soundtrack is, <laughs> and like the Netflix sound together are what <laughs> the school alarms sound like. I don't remember, Andrew. The point is, yes, uh, today for uh, February 10th, we have only one announcement. And that is that we have slightly modified the H2O alarm to be a little less aggressive and a little bit more whimsical. So from now on, when you hear this sound, remember to hydrate up and have a great day. There he goes. Also, the caffeine alarm is still the same. And as I finish the last of my coffee, uh, it will play. What is the? Oh my goodness, look at this. I look a little bit different here. And Andrew, you do too. Fun fact. In sponsorship mode, the temperature goes down a little bit and the humidity goes up a bit. And for the audio listeners, just so you know, you can't see us, but we trust us we look different in the video version. We're in sponsorship mode. Oh, geez. Don't tell me you don't know what HBO Max is. Are you kidding me right now? I do know what it is. I have it and you know that. Yeah, I do. But for those who don't know what it is, (laughs) HBO is a streaming platform that bundles all of HBO together. I know. With some of your favorite movies, iconic shows like Friends and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, plus new Max Originals. They have Friends on HBO Max and I'm actually serious. Yeah, they do. Friends is my go-to show. I once watched Friends uh, after I uh, broke up with someone and it made me really sad and I was uh, sort of crying on a bed and eating barbecue and the barbecue he was falling all over the bed and it was like doing really, really severe damage to the materials. I didn't care but because I, I was having such a blast watching Friends. So I'm really glad that it's on HBO Max. Yeah, you can relive those glory days. <laughs> they have all of my faves. And Andrew, there's just no losing with HBO Max because you know what? You can stream it from all of your devices. Any device you could think of, you could put Any HBO device? Max. Andrew, are you looking at all their bingeable collections handpicked by humans, not robots? Or perhaps you're looking at their incredible Valentine's Day selections? Yes. You know, it's funny because, Andrew, later in this episode, we're going to be talking a lot about why we're single. And it is the case that we are indeed both single right now. But HBO Max will be there to help us because they have a ton of Valentine's Day uh, rom-com movies about love. And one of your favorite movies ever made is about love. And it's on HBO Max. And, Andrew, tell us what it's called. You know that I... I'm a big Blue Valentine stand. Oh, uh, Ryan Gosling. And no, I'm not just saying it because it's a convenient thing to say. I love that movie, and you know what? I made you watch it that one time, and then you're like, oh, I get it. I love this movie. I actually thanked you afterwards. I I was like, dude, I'm so glad you're in my life. I can't imagine my life without Blue Valentine. Blue Valentine, they got it all. Andrew, don't make rude sounds. (laughs) 
Andrew, what'll HBO Max say? You want to hear something wonderful, Andrew? Yeah. Right now, both new and returning subscribers can sign up for a limited time prepay and save offer to save 20% when prepaying the first six months of an HBO Max subscription. Offer ends March 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. Still, it's incredible. Okay, and how would I go about getting that? Well, you could check out the link in the description of this episode and get 20% off the first prepaid six months of your HBO Max subscription. You're going to find something. <laughs> HBO Max, we make up the, the slogan. HBO Max, you're going to find something. <laughs> HBO Max, trust us, it's there. <laughs> HBO Max, there's like a lot of stuff. HBO Max, there's so much stuff on there, you're going to get like kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. It is literally 12.45 in the morning right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you guys know those uh, announcements moving forward. Um, sweet boys, late night. Oh, yes. You thought they were sweet. Wait until after dark. Whoa. I hated it. What happened? I don't know, but we've never recorded a podcast this late. Really? No way, dude. Interesting. The latest we've recorded a podcast. Fun fact alone. <laughs> I'm gonna oh be God. I'm gonna be using I also want to create an alarm for uh, yeah. uh point is. What do you mean? Because point is it's a it's a signal to the audience that if you've completely, you know, just spaced out based on how just weirdly scrambled up our jargoning was, yeah. um, that at that moment you can actually tune back in and you can kind of get the point of what we were saying. Because I say, and you yes. say a lot as well, point is, oh. and then we basically say what we should have said in the beginning. Interesting. So yeah. now would be a great time to go, point is, I was 19 years old and I had started a window washing business in order to afford DJ equipment. So I was doing this window washing business. And by the way, that was me. I made business cards. I got all this window washing equipment. It was great. I got really good at washing windows. Knock on the door. Someone would answer the door. And I would literally just be like, hey, uh, your oh. windows look a little dirty. Like, can I wash them? So just, <laughs> I just wanted to make money, like on my own terms. Um, anyways, I, I did that for maybe like two weeks or whatever. And then I learned that there's like uh, there was a wedding company. Like I, I, I looked straight up just on Craigslist, right? Which I don't encourage anymore. They're so, not to shade Craigslist, but there's so many like better services, I think, than like Craigslist out there for like community building. I, I say that because I think Craigslist can be really sketchy. Well, yeah, isn't that kind of like yeah. just the whole thing, right? The CEO of Craigslist <laughs> listening to this, like, okay, wow. <laughs> I see how it is. Um, okay. No, but yeah, I went on Craigslist and saw there was like, show up at this place because it's like a wedding company and I looked up the wedding company and I was like, oh, they're really legit. So anyways, I found, what? I, 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 let me get to the point of this though. I show up at this uh, this 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 uh, interview and there were all these really well-qualified people in there. Very cool people that were like, at, they, they, were, they were working club DJs and stuff that were like in their 30s. More stuff, qualified right? than you. Way more qualified than you. More experienced than, than you. More experienced than me. Better they, looking. They talk the talk. They talk the talk. They walk the walk. They walk the walk. They knew the industry. They spin the records better than I ever could think to. Anyways, so they all like got up there. It was like kind of a, you know, every interview setting is like strange. They like went up there and they were, you know, the, the guy who owned the company, who again, super amazing company. I was like, what am I doing here? They only uh, DJed weddings and worked with weddings that were like, you know, $50,000 plus. So they did like huge weddings. And uh, yeah, so I went in there and uh, everyone was killing it. Everyone was doing so well. And then I went up there and I, I just said, I straight up was like, hey, um, this is really cool. I'm really glad that I could be here. I just, I, I thought I could like start a wedding. Like I want to be a wedding DJ. I don't yeah. know what that means. Is it a group interview? Uh, yeah, you basically, it was like when, when they say like, go in front of the class and present your project. Okay. It was straight up like 15 people in the room. He just said, go, go and talk, like, just tell us why you want to be a DJ, which is like, whatever. Um, so I just said, Hey guys, like you're all so much better than I am. Yeah. I just want to be a wedding DJ. I think it'd be cool. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I talked to like the guy who owned the business for two seconds, had myself a water, a free bag of Sun chips, which cheddar are the best kind. Ooh. 
don't you dare. I'm not. I I I <laughs> I, 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 I don't I, I don't agree with that personally. <clears throat> but I would never care to talk about why I feel that way. I understand. I know. Like you know. I don't get defensive over much, but oh my god, if I had a, ba- a bag right now, I'd be munching. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so, yeah. The point is though, is uh, he ended up hiring me, uh, getting to. Oh, point is alarm. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up calling about six days later, and at this point, I was very broke. Like, definitely could have used something like this. I was looking for jobs everywhere, and uh, <clears throat> he was like, "Hey, can you start training on this day, or whatever?" Right? I was very delighted. When I went there to his really cool house in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is very like, ooh. (laughs) And we started training. I said like after the first like, you know, session or whatever, because you had to like really train for this. I was like, dude, why did you pick me? I was like, that's crazy. Because there were like three people that I named by name. I was like, this person's so much better, like whatever. And he was like, I picked you because you know nothing. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) He was like, I picked you because you know absolutely nothing about this business. And all those people probably have their particular ways. They know their clubs. They know how they spin. They know what they do, blah, 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 blah. They're all like, you know, hustlers and entrepreneurs. In in their ways. In their ways. Yeah, and, and there, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically told me, which I appreciated the honesty. He was like, "I kind of wanted like a blank slate." He was like, "I could tell you really wanted to do this, and that you just needed to be trained." You should. <laughs> you should. What? I just I, this is I, I'm gonna live this out in my head just because I think it's very funny, but <laughs> I'll just also say it. You show up at the guy's house, yeah. and you're like, he's got like three assistants. And you're like, this is kind of random, yeah. and they're like, um, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Scott Sc- Scottman will uh, I don't know, give me a name. <laughs> Scottman is wonderful. Andrew. Mr. Newman will uh, see you in his uh, private office in the back, and then you show up, and yeah. you're like, you're like. Hello, and then like you turn a corner and it's him sitting at his desk, and he's hey. facing like the other way, so yeah. you can't really see him. It's very dark, and he's like, you know, take a seat, Garrett, and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, like why did you hire me? And he, wait, sorry, but his voice is different. His <laughs> Everyone vo- right his now just <laughs> on the edge of their seats. Oh no, yeah, well, <laughs> do his voice. So yeah. uh, he he's kind of quiet, and I go, I'm thinking in my head right now. I gotta say something. This is like a weird situation. Yeah, and I go, uh, Mr. Scottman. <laughs> Garrett, you know how long I've been in this business? Uh, I, I don't, sorry. 48 years. I'm only 51. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ask your question. Mr. Scottman, why did you pick little old me? And he turns around. You know I like you, Garrett. Oh, why? What do I look like right now? <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is happening? I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and be like, call you, and you're like, hello. And I'm like, dude, like, what was <laughs> like I was pretending to be your boss, like this weird sketch for, at like one in the morning. What the I, anyway, point I, is, I, I, I was and I am still <laughs> I was and I'm, I'm still obsessed with this, by the way. <laughs> he turns around and goes, You know I like you, Garrett. Why is that, Mr. Scotman? Uh, Gary, all those guys that came in here, you know what they all did? Um, what's that? I'm tell you what they all did. Okay. Right. Gold watch, way too big for his wrist. <laughs> 14 rings on. How do you have that many fingers? <laughs> his hand is so There's heavy. Like, There's three they... cats on his shoulders. <laughs> like, what? All the other ones, you know what they did? Uh, no, what they do? They try to impress me. Oh. You're not sitting your ways. All those guys, they try to impress me, make it seem like they're going to help me. You know what they're going to do? They're going to help themselves. Now you, you're a blank canvas, okay? You're new. You're fresh meat. And you know what I can do with you? Oh, can you put your hands down, Mr. Scottman? I can mold you. (laughs) I can get in there. Mr. Scottman, I'm so sorry. I just don't know if it's going to work out. Sorry, I'm trying to find the uh, the out to this particular. I'm just trying to get one more little zinger in there. I don't know what the angle is. Listen, if Andrew and I have been blessed by some really 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 cool fan art like which is awesome because there's some really talented artists out there that are listening i just really can't wait to see mr scottman fan art oh my god i want to see that so bad people just drawing this like jams all over his hands 
<laughs> you would have seen me play darts. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen someone play darts as good as I can. <laughs> Throws it. <laughs> it hits one of his assistants in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, here, I'll do it. Do it. Okay. Here, 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 I'll let you actually hand them to me. Why don't you go oh, ahead sure, and yeah, yeah. that one right there? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're going to hit that. Uh, wow, you're like 40 feet away. You're going to get that? Damn, oh, what I tell ooh, you? Ooh, ooh, what ooh. I tell you about standing right there? She was standing. You know, you know that I got a bad shoulder sometimes. Oh. I get nervous in front of company when I'm trying to throw me some darts. I do a little bit of that over oh. the shoulder thing, and you know what? It goes left. Ooh. You know it goes left in the hallway. Why are you standing in the hallway? Mr. Scottman. Get out of the hallway. You really, really missed. You know, that's the fourth time this week that I hit her in that arm with that dart. I got to let it go. This is a moment in life where it's like, you know what? You got to let it go. Frozen. This is for nobody. <laughs> Everything we've been saying. Oh, I didn't like the sequel. I didn't like the sequel. <laughs> I didn't like Frozen 2. I hate to say it. I hate to spill the piping hot tea all over the Frozen 2 stands. I have so many <laughs> I have so many thoughts. I, 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 I thought the first one was wonderful. It's no tangled. Uh, my point is, is that the, uh, the podcast itself, to me, feels like that 19-year-old mm. me. Oh, yeah. walked into that office. Um, no, I do you think know, we're kind of DJing for our listeners and our subscribers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. What is it? Disc no, no, jockey? No. I mean, yeah. So, There's but, no discs anymore, is there? No. So, okay. I love a disc. Anyways, um, I feel like this podcast, I, I do kind of like that story because it's like, yeah, sometimes you don't have to know what you're doing, right? Because it's funny because when I told people, uh, my friends, my family, I was like, oh, I'm starting a podcast with my friend Andrew, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, cool. I love podcasts. What are your favorites? And it was like, chirp, chirp. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't listen to any podcasts yeah. really. But, you know, I also didn't watch any YouTube before I started doing like YouTube at all. So I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> my what the heck was that? Was that like, your neck cracking? Yeah. Did you that hear was it? nuts. Yeah. Oh, that sounded like artificial. That was crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I get super nervous because you just like busted me that I'm like some sort of robot. This is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever said. Artificial. Yeah, no thanks. I'm carbon based. So. <laughs> what the hell are you like, talking about? I'm a human just like you. I bleed. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I have no idea what this is going to be called. I don't know. How's everyone doing out there? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> concert banter. Everyone good? As if it just started. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a concert. <laughs> Anyways, guys, episode 10. <clears throat> um, anyway. <laughs> we were going to talk about dating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew and I were going to talk about, we could still call the episode, uh, we were going to call it Why We're Single. That's what we were going to do. We were going to try to set out to talk about dating in this uh, episode. The uh, you, so you want to talk about dating? We can still do this. The whole point of the podcast is uh, to uh, bring... Uh, an audience of, 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 of sweet friends along the ride with us as we sort of go inward and look within ourselves uh, redundant <laughs> as we, as we uh, journey uh, inward towards understanding ourselves through lengthy conversations. Well, it is really interesting because I, I know you were sort of halfway joking, but like 61% not because I really do like what you said because yeah, we want to start this podcast just to be able to have a place to talk to our, our wonderful uh, Friends listening, which is great. A place where people can come and talk about life because sometimes it's uh, anxiety provoking. Yeah. And sometimes it's confusing and sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's silly. Uh, yeah, let's let's lock this one down. Let's really just track the dating thing. Okay. Just get in, just really have a nice, concise conversation. Oh, do you remember when teachers would be like, shake the sillies out? 
<laughs> no. I hated that. Never. I, I sometimes. No, teach, I actually I don't know. When I was in like kindergarten and stuff, and I always hated the way they worded it. They would be like, uh, you know, hey, like, all right, everyone, we're about to like start class. Like, stand up and like shake the sillies out. Oh, that actually kind of <laughs> sounds familiar. It does so sound familiar. It probably happened many times, and I'm just. <laughs> and then I say something like really weird, and then yeah, of course, like that sounds familiar. And then the grade school stand ups, you know, where they, where they'd make you all stand up against the wall, and then they'd wash you. <laughs> With the fire hose. What? No one remembers this? Because we were all stinky. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I was never washed with a fire hose. I apologize for that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, uh, no. <laughs> That's like a TikTok of somebody being like, uh, <laughs> like show me some. <laughs> show, show, show me like, what's. <laughs> What's, what's someone that you went to high school with doing these days that like makes you like kind of cringed out? <laughs> oh, no! It's just somebody that you went to school with like showing equipment. Oh, God. You know what? You go, you go, <laughs> I, never, I never was watching the photos. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was that? Andrew, you're on this ship with me, brother. All right? We're going down together if we're going down. <laughs> Andrew, you have tears in your eyes. Maybe this is like a real, like a real cry, a cry for help, perhaps. Oh, jeez. You all right? I um. <laughs> I knew it. My hand looks a little different. We're back in sponsorship mode, aren't we? Your hand looks a little different. I don't know. I just, I just call somebody. It. No, it was weird. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I did it. Cool. Why? But, how is it different? Well, I just wanted to say to the audio listeners, we're back in sponsorship. No, I know, mode. but now I'm curious. I, I don't know, Andrew. Is I actually, it? I know my own hand very well. I think my hands have looked the same since fourth grade. Uh, did, 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 did you did, do you know your own hands well? I have very thin, small wrists. For a larger man, Andrew, I actually have pretty small wrists too. Hmm. All right, well, we renamed the podcast Small Wrist Boys. Andrew, listen, we can't just go on about our kind of weirdly small wrists because millions of people out there have got a bit of a problem. Okay, we're always staring at screens. There's screens everywhere in our life: phone screens, TV screens. Uh, we're always looking at screens now more I, than you know, ever. I, yeah. But want to know a great way to give your eyes a rest and still consume great or even intellectual content? Yes, give it, give it. Whoa, sorry. You can still get that by putting in Raycon wireless earbuds and listening to something great. Whether you're catching up on your favorite podcast, listening to an audiobook, working out with a workout playlist, a pair of Raycons in your ears can make all the difference. I'll be boxing soon. Ugh. Watch me. Andrew, that's great. You're going to use them while you're going to be boxing. I'm trying to go on more walks. So I figure I put in my Raycons, I go on a nice walk, I throw them in my little workout bag, which I just got. Be gentle when you throw them in your workout bag. I will be gentle, although they're probably very durable. I know, but still. Andrew, with Raycons, there's no yeah. dangling wires to get in your way while you're boxing or while I'm oh, walking. Oh my gosh, be like spaghetti everywhere. Spaghetti everywhere, you're all tangled up in them. You're having to probably call some for some help. You're never gonna have that happen with Raycons. Raycons come in a range of stylish colors. They got a discreet and comfortable in-ear fit, water and sweat resistant, and Bluetooth, which can pair with dang near anything. Bluetooth, huh? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Might want to go to the dentist. <laughs> Might want to call the dentist. <laughs> you want to give the dentist a call if you got a Bluetooth. <laughs> the most, like, dad joke ever. Andrew, the best part. Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other premium audio brands. <laughs> 
Whoa, are you okay? I'm gonna sell some premium audio headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me, just give me all of your land. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just oh, give me your, give me your me. car. How that'll that'll these, work. How much are these premium audio headphones, sir? A billion dollars. Oh, a billion dollars. I will go with Raycons. Thank you. <laughs> oh. You want to hear something wonderful, Andrew? We're giving our listeners 15% off all of their products. And careful, because you're drinking, and if mm. it's too much of a surprise, mm. you're gonna spray that coffee everywhere. Whoa. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. 15% off all their products. So if you want to check them out yourself, go to buyraycon.com slash sweetboys. That's it. You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash sweetboys. 15. Say, Andrew, you want to hop on back to the podcast? It's not Easter, brother. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the podcast. I have a funny relationship with those TikTok things where it's like the stitch things. Yeah. The stitches are very. It's very just there's something about yeah. a hard cut to something. Yeah, that you're like not expecting. What's what? What's your one in a million moment? Like a weird, hard, jarring cut to somebody. Like be like, okay, back, 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 fourteen years ago, and like this really uh, definitive thing. Like what the hell? I'm trying to think of like why are half of them like somebody who's like in the middle of like their shift at work, like in a loud restaurant, and someone's like turning around. They have like three seconds to like get on their phone. What's something that you saw on the internet that like you'll never forget? What's the most secondhand embarrassment you ever felt in your life? I guess I don't know that many stitches. I've actually not been watching TikTok that much lately. Don't know that many stitches. I uh, can't relate. I use a skateboard uh, down in Venice, and let's just say they just call give me. Just give them a minute. They call, they call me. They call me Slippery Steven because I was always, I was always falling down. And they called me Slippery Steven for a different reason. Back when I lived in Ohio. <laughs> let's just say <laughs> the state of Ohio. Yeah. That means nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. I gave it a shot. This guy, yeah. this guy was covering so much ground. That like oh, yeah. he references the the damage that he did. I took a train there. <laughs> okay, who cares? And I took a Greyhound back to San Francisco when they booted me out. <laughs> you got kicked out of Ohio. Mm. Long story. Longer than Christian. Oh my god. <laughs> I just like I saw. Yeah. Even though everybody's probably doing, Gone, doing yeah. remote work, yeah. just like a boredom of somebody in the HBO, like it, like in their like giant <laughs> meeting. Turning off the TV and being like, this is the best that we can do. Yeah. <laughs> We're, this is what we got. Yeah. That's that's an incredible visual that's very accurate. God. Picks up bone spider. <laughs> it's like, need a second? Yeah. It's like, need a second. Hang on. <laughs> Dating, huh? Dating in LA. Hey, so I go out with this one girl, right? She yeah. wants to go to a pizza place. <laughs> yeah, I like pizza. I say, okay, let's go to this pizza place, right? And this little joint right on Laurel Canyon, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. And she goes, no, no, I want to go to this other place called Michelli's. I say, Michelli's? Yeah, 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 what's the big deal, right? Going there, I don't know anyone, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look at the menu, $45 a pizza. <laughs> I say, I say, hey, what are you yeah, putting on this damn. pizza? Hey, I didn't know Tesla's was an ingredient. First of all. Hey, hey, hey that's crazy. I didn't, know oh, oh. I didn't know Rolex watches were a pizza ingredient, hey. First of all, a hundred percent. You you should have said topping. Oh, you're right. Ingredient. That's it's like yeah. I gave it a shot. <laughs> I gave it a shot. Fifteen thousand dollar watch. What's another expensive pizza topping that could be like? <laughs> so so some guys who have a, <laughs> some guys who like have a podcast who really need to have their finger on the pulse all the time. So it's like this. <laughs> they like do that bit for some reason. <laughs> then. Then they also go, I didn't know that GameStop stocks were a pizza <laughs> topping. It's like, shut up. There is no way yeah. that there's like somebody who would ever listen to that bit who's also like yeah. thinking about like the, the, the short squeeze on like the GameStop stock. 
every time I see that in the in the news, I'm just like, I don't, I can't, my mind can't access that. It's like algebra. I just, I, I see. Oh God, here. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't want to explain, sir. Please, podcast mode. So basically, here's the story, right? You oh, got a I, bunch I, of I, these hedge fund guys. They've been ganging up on the little guys ever since uh, Wall Street first became a thing back in 1924. 1924. Okay, so huh? here's what happened, right? Okay, yeah. You got these hedge funds. They're inflating left and right. Okay, you got the bipartisan people in the middle trying to regulate everything. They said, no. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go ahead and buy all this stock. We're gonna sell it to all these different brokerage agencies. And what's gonna happen from there is that we're gonna have to buy it back if they go low. But they're not gonna go low. So chances are we're gonna be making a bunch of money back. So what these guys did on Reddit, they gang up, right? This is like the modern day revolution, all right? The Wall Street bets guys, they really got their finger on the pulse. Talking about finger on the pulse is what they did. They ganged together. They basically. <laughs> Later. I just threw up in my mouth. I gotta, I gotta get some water. I gotta do something. I gotta stand up. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take a Anyway, the short squeeze. So basically what they do, they artificially drove the stock price up, forcing the hedge fund people to have to buy back the stocks that they really didn't own. So what happens was, is somewhere along the way, while the stocks goes up, all these guys who invest this money, right? They call them like, oh, they're living in the basement, not making that much money. Guess what? They're multimillionaires overnight because they tricked the system. But that's just like the way the hedge fund people have been doing it, right? If you want to play the game, hedge fund owners in Wall Street, you got to learn how to play both ways and you got to learn how to do it in the modern age because guess what? The game is changing and the rules are different and we're here to stay and we're not gonna play nice and i said what i said <laughs> weirdest guy ever <laughs> and i said what i said <laughs> oh Whoa, god yeah. i've never i've never seen such a distraught emotion in your face i was like a little bit worried i was like whoa you okay sometimes i don't know what to do but buckle <laughs> sometimes i don't know what to do but just <laughs> just <laughs> sounds like me when I'm trying to fasten my pants to my waist. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing we can say. There's nothing we can do. We're screwed. We gave it a shot, man. Dude, we're like, dude, everyone's going to be like thinking we're. Ugh. Oh, no. We didn't sleep, actually. Like a little sleep deprived. Oh, Which seems to it. be like. A really weird ingredient for this whole long-form conversation. Mm, really weird ingredient. <laughs> Sounds like when I invite Calvin over to the party. In the middle of that, it's when, <laughs> it's when the sponsors turn off the TV and look to the person who made the decision to. And then, so the executive looks over at him and he goes, "I, I didn't know. I, I'm sorry. Uh, someone said that their podcast was good. It was on trending." And then the CEO goes, "Just stop. How soon can we fix this?" He goes, "Tomorrow. I'll get Rhett and Link." <laughs> It's fine. We'll just give it to them. It, it, you know, it's going to be fine. Great. Rhett and Link are great. Those guys seem nice. All right. <laughs> Not us hanging out with Rhett. In some weird world, buried like an hour into this ridiculous podcast, we snap our fingers and Rhett and Link actually are here. <laughs> it's just like, what? That be, yeah, that'd be For weird. For like three seconds. I love things like that. I always wish that celebrities did like cameos like that in movies. <laughs> That's the dumbest opinion I've ever had that no one cares about. Okay, who cares? Who cares that you've always wished celebrities had cameos like that in movies? I thought that'd be funny when I was a kid if like it was just like, you know, like someone picks up the phone real quick, like on the street, and it's like, oh look, that's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, what year am I in? <laughs> Sorry. That's like really rude. No, oh no, she's still very successful. Sorry if you're listening, Jennifer Aniston. 
Can like, you imagine Jennifer Aniston like in her mansion, like snuggled up on her like fourteen thousand dollar like feather pillow top couch, maybe doing a crossword puzzle? Oh, she would be eating really nice brie, like some brie <laughs> cheese. All the Mr. Scottman stuff happening in her living room, just flooding the hallways. Just this sound. She's playing this on the television, I assume. Yeah, and it's just penetrating her furniture, her walls, her nice home. Yeah, and then after that, she stops and she does that signature little Jennifer Aniston like, huh? Because she does stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, she stops and then you know she. I assume she has like lots of assistants, and so she goes, yeah. "Hey, Clara," and Clara comes over. They have like a great working relationship because she's like a really good person. And then Clara goes, <laughs> "What's up, Jen?" <clears throat> Calls her Jen, and she goes, "Everything has to go." <laughs> She goes, what? You just designed. She, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry to be brief with you. Everything has to go. It's permeated. <laughs> the energy, the voices, the everything, the Scottman. I feel <laughs> Scottman's presence in my couch, in my walls. She's. I wore this jacket because I feel like I look like the guy who 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 goes on all the um all the morning talk shows and like the late night shows, the date expert guy. What is he? this is exactly what he would wear. Yeah. Like soup neck tee and like my blue bomber jacket. And yeah. So like the whole thing with the whole thing with dating in LA, it's a big city, right? You got a lot of uh, successful, ambitious uh, people out there, so you gotta stand out. Number one thing I tell all guys, right? I remember the, the rules. Oh no. <laughs> the, the, the three, the three, the three main rules. These people success. exist, by the way. The three main rules for success uh, when it comes to dating in LA. Yeah. Number one, gotta be confident, okay? Oh. The guy on Dr. Oz, you gotta be confident, okay? It's just <laughs> women love confidence, okay? You, you go to the Olive Garden, right? Okay, you see a beautiful woman eating a breadstick over there on the corner of the table. You, you, what do you do? You stare at her the whole time. You're talking to her friend, your friends about her, right? That's that's awful. Huge turnoff. Rule number two. Yeah. Be direct, okay? Women like confidence. He's <laughs> like, like mixing up his his his, uh, his fingers are so long <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Audio listeners, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I was holding up. Also, one, two, your three. advice number one and two were like <laughs> the same. You literally said the same thing. Okay, but number three is really going to throw you for a zinger. You have to have confident posture. All right, all right, sir. Who, who booked you to be here? I booked myself. Okay, that's what you got to do. I've got all three. Security. <laughs> He's so good. And security comes out trying to. Get He's fighting security with his finger. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Like a sword. Yeah. For those of you who weren't aware, Andrew was just uh, proposing a situation in which the dating advice who broke into the uh, talk expert, expert uh, broke into the talk show and they, he got excused because he was giving bad advice and no one booked him. He was fighting off the security with sort of an X-Men-like power because his fingers were growing about 20 feet long. And, and this all because we were trying to talk about uh, dating. I think about you know I, it's I think, hard to talk about dating. I think about the family, the family gatherings in the future, where oh, like aunts and uncles, yeah. you know, especially you know people in my, my my life who are like 40, 50, you know, sixty. Yeah. When the podcast gets brought up, just now knowing yeah. the sort of objective tone of them talking about it, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had, I don't get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's great that he's doing it, though. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, really good. It's really fun. It's fun. And I, I like that people are like yeah, that. That's yeah. good. That's good he has an audience. That's cool. For that. Cool. YouTube. 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 That's great. Yeah. That stuff is so... so you know. <laughs> but, you know, that's so real. It's so true, you know. I just heard two ghosts. 
Yeah, that was crazy. There was like a creek in the floor as if these floors were put down in like 1800 and, you know, something. And there it is. <laughs> just not us just continuing on as if nothing happened. <laughs> God. Oh, no. Andrew, what is that? Well, first of all, let me just say before you go into this <laughs> relatively confusing and maybe inappropriate bit is that we are back in sponsorship mode. But sorry, is there something on your hands? Honey. Honey. Which reminds me of something. I, I don't want the honey, the, 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 the thing that I pulled out of the, uh, the cabinet okay. in my kitchen to be everywhere, but I tell you why I do want it to be. In my browser, everywhere I type, to, I, everywhere I go online shopping, I'd like honey to be everywhere there, but not here. Let's just say I'll be in the shower, showering off all of this. <laughs> Andrew, I'm going to beg you to stop. I'm going to, okay, all right, listen. What Andrew's, what Andrew's trying to say right now is we're all shopping online nowadays. Yes. Andrew, when you're online shopping, we've all seen that promo code field empty, just taunting us at oh, checkout. What, going, am I, what, am I, what yeah. am I missing out on here? Yeah, we're all going, what? What is happening? What's what? everybody else uh, typing in here that's going to save them a bunch of money? Yeah, you're going, I don't, I don't have a promo code. Stop playing games with my heart. FOMO. FOMO. What am I missing out on? But with deals. Andrew, thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. I'm talking tech, gaming, fashion brands, and even food delivery. A couple things come to mind. Okay. One, too good to be true. Not too good to be true. Two. Liar. Not a liar. All real. And Andrew, listen, let me tell you how it works. You're shopping on one of your favorite sites, right? And then you go to checkout. The honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds and honey searches for the coupons it can find for that site. And if honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Nice try. No, I'm not lying. It's a real thing, and people can check it out for themselves. And if you know, that were to be real, the world would flip upside down. I can prove to you, too, it's real. Do you want to know why that I know that it's real? Because I bought eight DVDs the other day, and guess what? I got a big deal because of Honey Coupons. Big deal. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Andrew, Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash sweetboys. That is joinhoney.com slash sweetboys. Give me a reason to not do it. There's no reason, Andrew. I know. Why? Why? Why is it even a, a possibility to not do this? <laughs> I, I was just going to suggest that maybe we get back to the podcast now. I think we should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we really did want to have a more serious conversation about well, this. Well, all right. You know what? <clears throat> Dating. We, this may be a topic that we'll have to um, shelve. Well, I'll say this straight up. Dating is something that Andrew and I talk a lot about because I think we're both pretty unconventional when it comes to that. Is that I, okay to say? I, I will say we've kind of cooled off talking about it yeah. over the last, I would honestly say like four or five, six months. Well, honestly. yeah, dating's not a thing here in Los Angeles right now, so we have not discussed it. But I feel like we definitely could. Because if it's not, you know, we're not, uh, us talking about dating would never be like our experiences, like weird date nights. Well, actually, maybe sometimes it would be. But I think it would be more so us talking about the- um, Yeah, you're going to give caller daddy a run for their money. I don't know what that means. Marshall Sports Podcast, very popular, talking about dating, experiences, different... Well, I think it's wonderful. I'd love to listen to Call My Daddy podcast. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I... Uh, Call my daddy. Give me the spider. <laughs> I got a wand. I got a backup wand. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of funny that there's 
a, a genre of podcasts. What is it? What is our genre? A genre of podcasts centered around dating. And is there really? And, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's like a huge thing. Like every no shade to those people, but I just genuinely can't wrap my mind around what kind of lives those people have led to where they have that much fuel, that much ammo for content in the dating realm, the that's, experience realm. Well, just people who really like. Just Sorry, I'm, I'm chewing if anyone can yeah. hear that. And honestly, this is not even a joke. Garrett's eating the gingerbread head that's been sitting there for over six, seven weeks. So the, the, the creatures and insects that have gotten to that thing, who've done God knows what, maybe planted eggs in there. I don't know how insects work. Probably very plausible. You know what? Yeah. It's so funny. We all know people. Yeah. I was just speaking about this the other night to a friend about how there's some people in life who always uh, have to have someone in their life. No shade. Nothing wrong with that. There are some people who are perpetually in a relationship. And I think that's really interesting. <clears throat> I mean, anyone listening to this is like thinking of names in their heads. Like, oh yeah, that's this person, this person. Or yeah. maybe that's them. Maybe it's them. They're like, oh yeah, I always want to be in a relationship. I love that. I think there's some people who since yeah. junior high, high school have always been in a relationship, which yeah. is so funny to me because I'm kind of perpetually not in a relationship. Yeah. I feel yeah. like some people Same. just have this odd sort of, not odd, I can't call myself odd. That sounds so self-depreciating. I don't mean... Self-depreciating. That wasn't a thing, was it? It was now. And I kind of wonder what it is in my brain or whatever yeah. that yeah. makes me uh, very good at being a loner. Yeah. And I often wonder. I mean, I know society would society would kind of want me to like, do you want me to work on that? What's expected of me? Am I supposed to be in a relationship? What does that mean? Is yeah. that for me? Is yeah. that for someone else? Because like something that I hear very often on like social media is like, how are you still single? How are you still single? Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And that's very like flattering. I know it's just a sweet thing to say, but I'm like, why is that even? I don't know. I guess if we were to legitimately have this conversation, it's like an eight episode arc. I feel like it could be well, the, like, and that, know. and that's why there's yeah. there's so there's so much podcast content out there about this stuff. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. we, we we would be a little more introspective and kind of psychological on ourselves. I think because I think we both share that sort of yeah, not unusual necessarily. Although I guess by definition, no, it's by kind definition, of, kind of unusual. It is unusual. unusual perspective yeah. of kind of gravitating away from the idea of kind of constantly being on the hunt for somebody to be in a relationship with. Yeah. That is interesting. I don't even know where to start about with that either. Yeah. Where do you even begin? Because it's like, first of all, dating is not really something that to anyone who's watched Andrew and I before on anything, it's not really something that we've ever had the avenue to speak about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I mean, know where to start. I mean, even as you were saying that, like 10 things came to my mind. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, ever since I was like in like middle school, I've always been sort of this like, yeah, I want to like find the girl of my dreams and only be with her and basically be married to her. Like I don't, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Just people's perspectives of what you need to do and when you need to do it and how you need. Oh, dude. What you need to do. Sorry. Flim alarm. Oh, God. What alarm? Flim alarm. Oh, God. Sorry. It's just gargling uh, sounds. Sh- well, sorry. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, mate. <laughs> Flim alarm. Why am I single? Oh, yeah. Well, I did. I can't figure out you with the phlegm alarm, (laughs) me with the old cookie, which is, by the way, somehow burning my mouth. Mm. Anyways, I don't get it. A chemist would walk in, look at the situation, go, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, what I was was saying was, uh, as I sit here and think about this subject, it's so apparent to me how unsolidified my perspective on something like this is. The thing that I think sums it up the most for me, and it's something that you actually kind of, you texted me about this thing where you saw someone said like, oh, what are you looking for in somebody? Uh, what are you looking for? What are you trying to find? Yeah. And whatever that is, 
become that person. Ah, yes. And what I'll say to that yeah. is I think I've always had this mentality of wanting to kind of actually do that, yeah. whether I knew it or not. And I know that you can, in fact, grow with somebody and kind of find yourself through a relationship. Mm-hmm. I guess I've always just had this personal, not belief, just this sort of instinctual feeling of needing to become a little bit more realized personally, like with myself. Yeah. Before I go out and I, you know find somebody i put you know somebody else's emotions in my hands or before i know what i'm looking for it's like i kind of feel like i'm this half-baked version of myself who's like trying to go down these 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 roads that i'm like really confident about and i'm like i'm not even confident about who i am what i like what i want to do like i don't there's so many things i don't know about myself how am i supposed to have enough confidence to like bring somebody into that and be like yeah yeah like be with be with me. It's yeah, like, except- I, I'm, I'm learning how to be with myself in the least like Ben Affleck from that one movie type of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I actually have no idea. <laughs> There's a, what I meant is. Yeah. Do you mean Goodwill Hunting? No. Um, oh. I think Jennifer Aniston actually is in the movie that I'm thinking about. I love and Jennifer. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston are the people in the movie, and he doesn't want to commit to her. And she's like, "What's going on?" And then, like, spoiler alert, he may or may not come around to the idea of proposing do, her. Do, do, do they end up kissing? Yes. Uh, wrapping up the point. Point. Don't is, wrap up anything. Are you kidding? This is just the beginning. Well, uh, 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 yeah. Well, no, I know. But what I was basically getting to was when I say these sort of like, oh, I am kind of weirdly territorial over my own emotions. That is not like, and I don't want to be with anybody, and I don't need anybody. It's like kind of weirdly the opposite. Does that make sense? Can, can you like validate what I just uh, said to myself? Let me tell you what. It makes a lot of sense to me because something that I find to be the most... Um, <laughs> I just made the weirdest face that's ever happened. Sorry. I can't wait to see it because I wasn't looking at well, you. Well, it is but... two in the morning. We are drinking a bunch of coffee and uh, we're talking about a really complicated topic. So After what do you expect? everything else that you've heard <laughs> Dude, in this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most daunting things is that what you were just touching on is sort of the, um, the double-edged sword <laughs> of like, when do I date? Like, yeah. do I date when I am someone who I think is fully realized? When I look how I want to look? Yeah. When I'm doing what I want to be doing? When I'm when I am who I'd want to be dating? Yeah. Or do I become that yeah. person with someone? And the tricky thing, because I so yeah. fall into the category of like I don't want to be doing that until I'm more realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and until I am a certain way and doing a certain thing, because I'm like, no, 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 you know, like you were saying, no, I got yeah. too much to figure out before I go, you know, being with someone. But then I think of some really meaningful relationships yeah. that I that are uh, in my life that I've seen, you know, my brother and stuff, and yeah. so many different others. And I go, man, they really, really, really grew and yeah. developed together. So it's like because I sometimes think that about myself. I sometimes joke that you know how sometimes there's like guys who say like, oh yeah, before my girlfriend, yeah. I don't know what. Like my, my brother's kind of that guy, yeah. although he doesn't sound like that. But he's kind of yeah. like, yeah, before I met my wife Jess, you know, his I didn't know Jess. what I was doing. Yeah, I didn't know I what was I was mess. doing. Yeah. I was like sleeping on like a bed. I didn't have sheets. I didn't know. I didn't. I and keep just, up my relationships. Yeah. I was, you know, these kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always kind of joke like, oh, I'm that without having found that other person. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I don't care if that sounds like sad. I don't care about sounding any certain way. Yeah. Um, because I actually don't think it's sad. I think that there's like a huge, that's a whole nother episode yeah. on people's notion of what that means and what the world's built for and what it's expected of a person. Yeah. That's, that's I know. A, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Staying on track though here with this, that's just something that I think a lot about because I sometimes think, oh, 
um, because I've seen so much of that in my own life, someone becoming yeah. who they are with that person. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. And they're very lucky to have that person. I think it's really cool that my brother met his wife and so many others. I know that you listening to this right now are thinking of people in your own life. They go, oh, yeah, I know this couple that really seem mm. to grow together. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure you have people like this in your life. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where that's great. So awesome that you guys found that other person that you felt that connection with and chose to evolve together. Um, and that's beautiful. But yeah, with me, I just kind of go... Um, the kind of, I guess, quote unquote, sad part of it, if, mm. if, if that word is to be used, yeah. is the fact that I think that that ideology of being like, I'm not ready to be like the perfect counterpart or to date someone is very limiting because you're not emotionally being vulnerable enough to give someone else the chance to become that. Yeah. So that's what's tricky is like I constantly fight sort of that, um, dare I use the word demon, of like, you know, realizing that that could very much so be the case, mm -hmm. but also that other part of me at the same time yeah. that shuts down relationships when right. I start to get into them. Right. Because I go, oh, this person's amazing. This person's really cool. This person's beautiful. They're conventionally attractive. They're all these things. They're great. I'm not ready for them. Uh, I, I, I can't see them. I, I don't want to go have coffee with them. I could be cripplingly self-conscious. I could be a lot of things. I'm human. So it's like, that's definitely a real thing. But the funny thing is that when I look at other people that I am very attracted to, the flaws in them, the conventional flaws even, the emotional one, their personalities. There's so many things about people that I find so beautiful. It, it, it is a really interesting thing because I am drawn to the very things that I think are flaws in myself. Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? Is that just some weird form of self-destructive behavior to think that you're not ready for that? I don't know. Oh, I have so many freaking thoughts about no, this. I've, I've always had this weird, not yeah. weird, um, this thought that's kind of in the context of this dilemma that you speak about, which I feel like I also face. Yeah. Uh, I even brought this up with my therapist, LA. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Beverly Hills. <laughs> is, is he in Beverly Hills? I just, ha having a therapist and also residing in Los Angeles just always makes you want to go. <laughs> anyway, what is that phrase of you can't love someone until you love yourself. I feel like that's the most confusing thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't know where that seed got planted at or when or whatever, but it's always kind of give, given me this very sort of overarching, conflicting ideology about entering into relationships with people because I have this problem with thinking that I'm, be, that I'm reckless all the time. Like, that's kind of like my thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's I, so funny that I would react like that, really because... That, that's the nature... Yeah. Well, it's more the OCD thing, like... yeah. Have this overcranked sense of responsibility towards everything. I like, know what you're alluding oh, to. Oh, you think yeah. that you left on the stove. You think that you did that. You think that you didn't do this. And yeah. like, it's it's reckless behavior if you do not take these measurements to prevent this or that. Blah 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 blah. On a continuum of being reckless and being responsible. Like yeah. mine's just skewed to the point where I kind of feel like I'm always not being responsible enough. So in the context of that, you're talking about like entering in a relationship with another human being, and it's like, well, I thought like you can't love someone until you love yourself. Like, what does that mean? Is that gonna like I'm gonna have this weird relationship with this person where they're like resenting me because like I don't even know who I am and I'm gonna put them in a weird position and they're gonna waste their time, all of that stuff. Yeah. Point is, <laughs> I suppose I just kind of struggle with what that means. Yeah. And then when I bring that up specifically, yeah. I think even my therapist directly has told me that. Like, oh, that's not true. Like the whole you can't love someone until you love yourself. And I'm like, I, yeah, of course, because there's like people in my life that I love probably at times when I didn't love myself. So I was like, I get it. But in terms of entering into a relationship, yeah. knowing like, oh, I can be better than this. I can be more self-respecting. I can be more personally successful with my goals. And you know that. And then you like enter into a relationship with somebody. 
I guess part of me wonders, like, what does that look like? And is that going to be, I guess, quote, healthy, good, productive? <clears throat> I don't know. I see, I, I see people who, yeah, they, they kind of go from relationship to relationship and, you know, I, I, whether that's a good or a bad thing, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I do kind of envy that a little bit because they're so open to the idea of like someone being a part of their life and filling up that kind of emptiness, I guess you could say. So when you're somebody who's kind of protective, no, but this has got to be like this and this has got to be right. I don't know if it's going to feel right. When you're doing that, you're kind of also closing off like all this potential for so much vibrance, right? Man, I'm thinking of the people out there who are in relationships or not in relationships or what they're thinking. It is kind of interesting. The podcast has opened up the, um, the channel in my mind, in, mm. in a healthy way, more yeah. to the sort of connectivity with people listening. I don't, when yeah. I'm making my videos, running around my place, yeah, doing yeah, weird yeah. sequences and stuff, I don't really think about how that's hitting someone. Yeah. It's like me in my weird zone and thanks for watching, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, it is kind of interesting. I really, I love thinking about that realm of things. Yeah, the infinite ways, the billions of different paths. When I think of like relationships, I definitely don't mess with the idea that it's like everyone has their one. I think everyone yeah. has their like 12,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it's really interesting because it gives me hope, first of all. Because something about myself, which I can say is uh, maybe people will relate with this because we all think that our own um, uh, quirks and. Yeah, are so unique to yeah, ourselves. Yeah, are so yeah. unique to ourselves. Yeah. And so I say this and I go, hey, maybe thousands and thousands of people will be able to connect with what I'm about to say. But I feel like what I am looking for is very specific, not in physical type or anything. My physical type is all over the place. And I'm actually really glad for that. I can't yeah. imagine what it would be like to be like, I only like this specific. <laughs> thing because yeah. like i'm all over the place i'm yeah. looking way more for when people ask me about what my uh, type is i can give them a, i can give them an answer i can yeah. give them an answer what my type is generally speaking, even physically i can like generally that's it i don't know but I, i'm so open to so many different things um and ideas mm -hmm. but something that i thought has been really interesting in my own life is feeling like uh access to knowing that i'm capable of loving someone in a traditional relationship context through friends and even crushes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so like that is really interesting so because i am looking for such a specific thing when it comes to the emotional calibration of someone and the um behaviors and the temperament of someone um i feel like it's so rare and to add this weird rogue dynamic to it i am also a gay man so yeah. just objectively speaking that limits my pool to <laughs> whatever four yeah. percent or something that you want whatever it is um of eligible men so it's like looking for a needle in a haystack but i am so glad for some really 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 beautiful lovely people that i've known in my life that give me that access to feeling that love does that make sense but no it's yeah. kind of funny i think i i don't really talk this specific like we don't we don't really talk specifically about our relationship with relationships but it is kind of funny because as you're explaining what you're explaining i was like oh yeah, maybe we do have a lot of uh, common ground when it comes to this stuff because, yeah, it's kind of bizarre, man. I don't know. Well, can I just say, I want to add to this real quick and yeah. please don't forget that. But like, I feel like uh, everyone has to understand what I'm talking about. Surely they meet people who are in relationships and they have a crush on someone's boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or person who's not available that they go, oh, that's really cool. I wish that person was available. I kind of feel like that's my version of that sometimes because I've definitely felt that too. That's really really tragic for me i'm sorry to say this but like when there's a guy who i see like in a relationship who is gay and is what i'm looking for and seems it and i'm like oh so close garrett <laughs> so close to the fates yeah. you know well i definitely understand yeah. that yeah also it's kind of funny too because even while you know but, yeah, sorry, i didn't, I didn't want to say no 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 i'm just like okay. it's kind of funny too because like even while uh, yeah. while unpacking all this stuff and kind of weirdly overcomplicating it just to i don't know just to kind of like 
process it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it is kind of funny because sometimes my mind just goes, you just haven't like found the right person. I do. Don't even. But no, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because it really is just like, I know this much about myself. Yeah. There's no way in the world that like I can write on paper. Sometimes people, well, okay, you, what are you looking for? Write it down. I'm like, no. I'm yeah. like, it, no, there's nothing there. Like it's, <laughs> there's no amount of like, you know, this is another, another episode yeah. for sure. But oh, just God. the bachelor. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, ABC's the bachelor I is know. I've been watching that show for as long as it's been on. It's just so crazy. I don't know. But my, the point is, Some, I see yeah. I see something like that, and I go, oh, certain people are just like, they don't overthink things, or they just have a very sort of straightforward emotional like draw to something. And it's like, this is the way that I feel about dating, and I want this, and I want that. And I'm like, when I think about it, I'm like, okay, so like self-realization and like the, the understanding where like, it's just such a... Man. There's no hope. Yeah. My point is... There's no hope for us. No. Weird, dark point. <laughs> I know that my relationship with thinking about dating somebody is very complicated if it's not the right fit, I think. Like, I, I, got th- I don't know if this makes sense. Uh, but what I, you just said makes no, a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. of sense. No, but I feel like yeah. that's why part of me wants to be like, some of this I think might just be BS, like really, like to myself. Yeah. Because like if you ever are date somebody and you're like, oh, wait, I don't think um, I should be dating you. Because me, 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 my, my, my brain, my brain, my brain. It's like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But also maybe it's just one of those things where it's like you need to feel very confident in your relationship with somebody in order to like kind of pursue it. You know, it's not I need a person that's like so great. It's just I need somebody who's really specific and I can't explain what I need. But like, it's not like a. No, it's not person, a list. It's not what they look like. It's not what they. Yeah. Each person is tuned yeah. so specifically and people are so complicated, mm-hmm. which is why I just scratch my head when I see people jumping from person to person. It's like now I'm like spending all my time with this person. Now I spend all my time. With this. I'm like, how are you? It's not about their you decisions. Even saying that gives me like this. It, and it's not me yeah. judging their decisions. Yeah. It's me being mind boggled about how they feel a genuine sense of attraction towards all these people. And I'm like, yeah, really? Like you're talking about being super authentic in yourself and letting your guard down and having these like genuine, not in BS conversations over a sustainable period of time and growing and evolving with somebody in a way that you feel confident and like you're benefiting them. And you're just finding all of that in all of these different people. Yeah. What you're, what you're talking about is not some judgment thing. It's like watching a really talented acrobat or something. It's just like, wow, that's interesting. It's just kind of funny. It can feel a little bit, a bit, a bit isolating. It can feel, a little bit lonely and by the way loneliness that's a whole <laughs> I'm so into the topic of loneliness Andrew we discuss that all the time it's an interesting start thing start crying being overwhelmed by life <laughs> <laughs> I mean the, the lo- well, loneliness is one of those words that people hear they think they just can like prescribe it its meaning but it's such a complex nuanced thing but that's kind of uh, different what I meant there uh, you said oh yeah I feel like there's some similarities between us in this respect and yeah, yeah. even hearing you speak yeah. just now is like man it's funny what makes two people I've seen people in the comments being like it's so cute. I feel like they're um, obviously platonic. They're being respectful. Like, I feel like they're soulmates. Yeah. They're really, you know, great with each other and that sort of thing. And it's, I, I, I get that comics. I think people could be soulmates, but you know, it's just a funny thing. And I'm like, yeah, what makes people so deeply connected? Well, about- I, 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 yeah. Well, sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say what you spoke to is just so interesting for me. And maybe you feel the same way if you're listening of like, if it's hard for you to date or you feel like you never catch on to someone because I am looking for that same thing. And I feel like when I meet that person, it's going to be almost this like hauntingly quick, like want to lock them down. Because I'm like, I, 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 I get it. I, well, and what, not to get too dark here, because I almost feel like this is verging in that territory is I've experienced that. 
mm. um, a couple times. And when I say a couple, I mean a couple, like two. Um, yeah. of feel- and one time really intensely. Uh, and, I, and it was so interesting. So I was just like, I'm, I'm done. When I met this person, I thought, I'm, I'm done. I'm done dating. Well, how long? Well, nah. No, you can ask. I was okay. going to say how long ago was that, but I don't want to be putting you in a situation where you're kind of doxing yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> that was actually, <laughs> take out a cane. I don't know. That was in uh, 2013 was when I met that uh, person. And uh, yeah, I dated him for like maybe only like th- two or two months maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it, it was short-lived. But I to this day, which sounds like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny because I, I sometimes think like if things would have lined up differently, that would have been the guy that I was married to. And I remember thinking about how, what a relief it was to just be like, all I can just focus on life now. I was like, that part's done. Everything that comes with relationships and dating, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. I can be what, a better artist. I can be a better creator. Emotional be weight off your shoulders. It was yeah. so nice. Well, Because I always imagined, my single self always imagined, oh, you know, it would be kind of hard to date. Like to, to be with someone because I'd always feel distracted and wondering eyes and wonder yeah. what else was out there. But when I met this person, I was like, that's not what it feels like at all. Yeah. You feel done. And I'm grateful to have met that person. This is, this no, so no, good. this person is actually uh, married now. Um, uh, the, the, the weirdest response ever. Sorry, buddy. Oh, God. He's tapping me. <laughs> Audio listeners, he's tapping me. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> you win some and you lose some. <laughs> just like the guy who like thinks that he's helping, but he's really just rubbing <laughs> salt into a wound that's like healed. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't know. Point is, though, I, Andrew, you were you were plenty going of fish to... in the sea. <laughs> oh God! God. I, I, I want, I want to. Yeah, yeah. Point there is, is yeah. I was very grateful to have met that person. No, I'm not sad when I think about him. In fact, he's still a friend. I'm not sad when I think about him. Yeah. I'm not whatever. I'm like very. Um, I'm yeah. relieved. I'm like, oh, dude, if I can find it once, I can find it again. So I know that I'll find someone like that again. Who's you know what? Maybe even better. I say his name. <laughs> Maybe even better than you. Promise, I'm not raw about it. It is just funny. Enough things happen to you in enough ways, and then like your brain kind of just sort of, I don't know. Neuroplasticity is a thing, right? Your brain literally changing around and like reimagining and reevaluating the way it looks at stuff. And yeah. I just feel like, yeah, man, certain things happen. You fall in love with somebody, and then it doesn't work out, and like come you come off of that. And maybe you put your guard up, or like a couple other things happen. You kind of just feel a little bit, you know thrown off i don't know whatever point is yeah i've been so disconnected from that optimism of like you know i hear i hear people on like the bachelor's like oh i want that i want that whatever like that love i'm like oh so you're searching for it and you're fairly optimistic you're gonna find it i don't even think about that sometimes which i know sounds incredibly unromantic but whenever i do think about i'm like oh shoot like it's kind of crazy that i've kind of suppressed that that idea that so many people are like constantly in pursuit of. I don't know. No, I, I don't <laughs> think it, I love how you ended that because that's such a human thing. And by the way, I was just thinking about this during that this form of communication is so funny. It's very like human to kind of dance around words. And like, it's almost like you're speaking in, in another language to kind of be speaking about such intangible emotional things. But well, um, yeah. yeah, everything that you were just saying, I think that it is a sense of it's optimistic. I, I don't think it is this kind of like, drab thing or anything like that i think there's a real supreme sense of optimism it it gives me patience this idea that this person is out there gives me uh it requires faith you know how there's like that biological clock thing when it comes to society and dating of like oh uh, you're you know you're 30 and you're not with someone oh that must mean i hate that (laughs) so much because that ends up people generally speaking in like marriages that they're going to get divorced from and it's going to lead to some, you know, yeah. cataclysmic thing where they're getting divorced and they're, they're, they're raising and there's nothing wrong. I mean, I'm a child of divorce, you know, I, I go just 
wait, be patient with yourself, have faith that you'll find that, and don't just Dude. kind of have that settle energy. Yeah. I, I, I really don't like that. And I know, not me giving advice, being single for <laughs> eight years and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. dishing I know, out. I mean, advice. that's, yeah. But it is funny because I feel like anything that I'm giving quote unquote advice about is something yeah. that I'm actually weirdly qualified to because it's the one thing that's kept me from that sort of commitment to someone because I only want to do that unless I feel this incredibly strong feeling. And that's why I say I think I'm going to move really quickly on it when I do feel that. So I'm going to be like, you. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I, I could be completely wrong about that. Well, though. yeah, but you almost wonder though, yeah. like, <laughs> if that person was single or if that person was available. Because, dude, you know, it, what there's are these so people? much, me, dude, like, it's, that, that <laughs> yeah. is why, that's just an example of why I feel like personal self goes so hand in hand with relational stuff so many things in terms of like yeah per perception and like self self uh sabotage like there's so yeah. much there like then that goes in, in the psychology of yourself i appreciate and find fascinating how beautifully yet painfully complicated people are and interpersonal relationships are there's just so much there and i think i'm overly aware of of that, I don't know. What's also funny, yeah. and what's making me realize, well, we might as well just end this podcast because there's no way we're gonna get anywhere. Is no, the we're fact, gonna figure it out. Is the fact that you are so not an overthinker. Yeah. So the fact that we have this common ground about this thing is yeah. almost like bizarre. That wow. is a very different thing between Andrew uh, and I. Uh, Andrew is quote unquote an overthinker, as you said, and I'm very not that. But I think this taps into a different spectrum. This is something that does not exist. The well, over. Well, this is more. This is more. Our, yeah. a spiritual sort of intangible thing that I think can be a lot more connective. It's almost like a different topic. Like this is English and that's math that you're speaking about. Does that make sense? Um, so yes, we are different in that respect, but this stuff, try to tie it up so beautifully. It's just really mysterious. <laughs> and like music comes in and isn't that just life guys? I mean, there's literally yeah. people, myself included, yeah. go to therapy every single week for like hours to try to maintain thinking that you have a little bit of awareness about yourself. <laughs> like, uh, that's like, interesting. So, yeah, I don't know, like, how my brain works, and I don't know exactly how my emotions are tied to certain things, and I don't know how to, like, work towards being able to clarify those for myself so that I can, you know, help myself out in finding happiness. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, well, you should just be like me and never open up that book. <laughs> just never go into those confusing pages. <laughs> Keep it closed. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually think that sounds really, really wonderful, and I could probably use something like that. Just trying to figure out what that Ben Affleck movie was. Oh yeah, my point. Oh, did I ever do you remember the name of the Ben Affleck movie? It's like a long title, and there's like everybody who's ever been in a movie is in it. Hmm. It's like a hundred people. Are really? In. Yeah. I feel like I should know this. Give me one other person who's in it. Not us going from intangible relationship, uh, emotional nuances to figuring out movies. Listen, listen we don't know yeah. what got cut. Yeah, we don't know what got cut. And also, I wonder how much of the, uh, what was the name, Andrew? Scott? As long as, long as all of that made it. <laughs> that's all I, that I Unfortunately, I'm sure some <laughs> semblance of that made it into the podcast. I know. I wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. Where, Andrew, were we like under like a weird, hey, how, what is time right now? Oftentimes when I go on rants or tangents talking about something that I'm not well seasoned in, you kind of get that sort of faint sort of blackout feeling. That was interesting. That's what just happened there. I mean, I, <laughs> that was interesting. I mean, it was, it was an interesting. No, no, no. Topic. It just goes to shit. I mean, yeah. listen, I just try to like, <laughs> I know. Know, knowing that I just said so many sort of like very confusing things to like potential like girlfriends that I now, in case they find this, have to like wrap it up. But, like, it's yeah. all really, at the end of the day, just about, like, finding the one who's, like, 
the most beautiful girl ever, and like she's the one that's gonna illuminate your heart. And then I kind of thought you were in a bit, but I, it sounds I, like no, it I know into I, I do, I do, I do in all in all reality for anybody out there who does feel similar. I feel like it's probably like sitting around like maybe seventeen percent of people listening to this. Maybe I don't know if I was a betting man, twenty bucks. On the seventeen percent, I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, if you feel like kind of a a lost, hopeless romantic who's not really a romantic because you feel a little disconnected from the optimistic side of pursuing love or something, I do think at the end of the day, anything that is wedged in between this moment and you know you finding somebody is sort of objectively a roadmap to finding that person because all this stuff is like all oh. these bar- no I'm serious all these barriers all these obstacles all these things that you encounter all the misfires all the people that you come across that you're like oh that wasn't whatever it all ultimately is kind of you know clearing a path towards somebody that like makes sense and who is right for you putting up air quotes but like that's ultimately i think what uh what we're talking about is the pursuit of that because at the end of the day no matter what we're saying i think the idea is we find somebody and like you said and it's a very true thing all of that stuff just like i mean i know this sounds so melodramatic and i'm rolling my eyes and cringing as i say it but all the complexities all of the other people all of the prospective candidates and like this and that it just it doesn't matter it's like no you found the person like you got it and i've always Dude. felt that whenever i have felt like yeah. i'm in love with somebody using air quotes it it is that simple it's like it's it's like obje- it's like black and white boom boom it either is or isn't when i like felt like i fell in love with it i was like in college and i like felt for the first time like oh i'm what <laughs> if i just straight up said her first and last name <laughs> oh I yeah like, having felt that before i think you you kind of know like mm, i i don't want to settle yeah. for anything that isn't that because it is kind of just like Dude, a yes or no thing you 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 really put the like the re- a really gorgeous eloquent sort of end cap on that conversation for now because mm. that is such a poignant thought to think that such a complex nuanced pursuit can end with such like simplicity man it's so when you're in the throes of love as dramatic as that sounds and you're dealing with those um either complex or very simple emotions it's so funny and talk about sounding corny it is so funny how when you're listening to music Mm. and you're listening to songs just songs so not even saying or this or this no songs Mm. you're like oh that's why every song is about love because it's the most real tangible interesting feeling in the world and you're like it almost seems like it's just interesting it's heavy man on stuff. Can, oh, can you tell me a, a nice way to end this? Might be just because it's we're like we're stepping back and realizing there's no way this is like this crazy iceberg of a conversation that you know. Hey, listen, I would love to come back to this because I do think it's a really interesting topic, and maybe you do too, listening. So let us know. Um, but uh, but I want to know, Andrew, what's this? To lighten it up and also touch celebrity on celebrity interview moment. That what's what's a, what's a, no no no? Um, what is a uh, celebrity quote? <laughs> no, I'm really curious. Do you have a song like that that's about love? That hits you like a freaking ton of bricks. I don't know, but I did just for some reason. Like I, it's been a while since I felt it. Like yeah. weirdly, I'm thankful for it, but also not. But anyway, um, dude, like just the feeling of like, <laughs> this is such a bizarre <laughs> thing, dude. This is like another topic, but oh god, the feeling of quote getting your heart broken. I don't know. I just thought about that. Jesus, dude, that like, and I just like reliving like a few things over the course of my life that. 
emotional sting that is so crazy. I know I just got really dark for that. <laughs> just like, no, but you talk about music, and I was just like, I remember music hitting when you're like, oh, I love this person, right? And the music, and then like breaking up with somebody, and like, I know this is the most basic conversation yeah. that's ever happened on the internet, dude. No, but it's just like, not. but my point is. The idea of, yeah. of music, listening to that when you're like in a really bad headspace because you know you like broke up with somebody or some something happened where like you're having whatever oh, that line or yeah, like that yeah. sound like oh that's oh, a, oh that's a nice yeah. that's a nice feeling Ooh, yeah. oh you're gonna you're gonna say those words with that run oh that's mm. really good oh yeah I need I needed that oh, uh, I, oh. that sword made of ice plunged Ooh. into my side yes. but also it feels good when it oh, melts right interesting <laughs> we're going there <laughs> oh god it's just that I'm going there a little bit of hard time right <laughs> It's just like, I didn't need that right now, but okay. I guess here we are. Ooh. I remember being around, uh, just being around music and just being like, hey, like, yo, like, I know this is like kind of like whatever, but like, you know, I changed this. Oh, I've had, wow. Whenever you see, but the, the heartbreak thing is just so interesting because yeah. when you're not in it, I'm sure that's like an exercise, just like make yourself feel better. At least you're not like going through a heartbreak. Uh, dude, it, that is yeah. like waking up. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm doing this right now. I'm just, I, I guess okay. it's just, it's just uh, elicited that thought, but yeah. just you're like waking up and like, you got like that five seconds of like, Oh, cool. Oh, oh right. That yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Oh yeah. My little nice. world is over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh yeah. Everything sucks. Oh yeah. Everything's <laughs> gone. Everything's gone. Okay. Interesting. The underlying point there, dude. Yeah. yeah just how not in a negative way, but almost in a positive way because of just how like powerful it is. Like, yeah in love with somebody that like if it goes the wrong way like just like what that feels like it's just crazy stuff man i'm just sitting here i'm just see i'd be just like i'm like as i'm like itching my eye it looks like i'm crying i'm just like sitting here like thinking about life man it's just like crazy bro it's oh it's like dude if you're crying like it's really cool no, i like it no i like it no like I, I won't think it's weird no, or anything like, dude, it's just like crazy man oh dude i always look at my eye i think i think us as a society we don't like sit around and just like think about how like weird it is <laughs> Sorry. It's like actually, uh, like, if you think about it more, it's like actually like kind of creepy and weird. <laughs> uh, no, it's really Dude, this girl. Basically, like I like really thought she was like cool and I like talking to her and like I would like FaceTime her and she'd pick up and I would be like I like this and stuff. And the other day she's like, hey, like I don't think that like, we should like talk to each other anymore. And like I woke up and like I had like a stinging feeling in my stomach and I was like, this is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it like freaking like gave me the chills. Like, I was like freaked out by it and it went on for like a really long time. It's actually been like seven years, and I still feel the pain every day, like it just happened. Oh my god! Sorry, Dude, that was so dark. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we have so much optimism. Let me just put it like that. Not that I think everything has to be like tied up beautifully with a bow. I think this is an interesting uh, topic, and uh, someday we'll find our loves. Someday we'll find who we are married to. All but true. Dude, you're like you're a good singer. That's <laughs> people can't. People just my little princess. Voice? People just can't do that. You're like going into <laughs> like stop. a realm of like. Uh, you no, know, yeah, you're great. Well, I think my little song was as nice, <laughs> as nice of an ending as we can get. No, honestly, I, I this was this has been really fun, and it is it is uh, this has been so fun. I hope you've had fun. It is interesting to have a podcast, and I've never spoken so vulnerably on the internet in any respect ever. What's funny? Somebody. Me with the wand? No, no, no. Not me with the wand. <laughs> Somebody, like, you know, they're watching the YouTube video and it goes to the end to where, like, black screen and then the recommended videos come up and it's just silence. And just the person after that hour plus, hour and a half, just literally, they said nothing the whole time. They're just like, weird. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> and if I saw someone doing that, I go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you 100%. think? Or like, or like, yeah, their, their, their boyfriend or girlfriend walks in and they're just sitting in front of the computer. Like the sun's gone down. There's no lights on. And they just go, hey, are, are you okay? Are you going to come in for dinner? And they go, I just need a minute. <laughs> He's like, I feel like really weird. <laughs> I feel like sick. And they're not even remembering the relationship stuff. Yeah, it's no. just the Mr. Speedman. Was it Scottman? <laughs> oh <my laughs> <his> God. <laughs> I don't know. And I should not. I no, our know. minds, sometimes your minds just let you block stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Thank you, minds. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 10. This was an interesting episode 10. Uh, and I, it was interesting for me, at least. Andrew, did you have some fun? Yeah. It's just funny to air stuff out like this. And I'm not talking about like laundry on a clothesline, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're realizing we're sitting here at 3 in the morning. Just divulged on like the most uninterpretable, confusing emotions ever for like an hour right after going into a lot of really weird specific impressions that did nothing for anybody and it's just a lot it's just overwhelming okay? yeah you know talk about two eligible bachelors look at us not me wondering why i can't find a girlfriend and then going on the internet for an hour and exposing myself for being so random <laughs> <laughs> not me being a weirdo not me being random with my friend Ugh. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, we sure do appreciate everybody for uh, hanging out with us. We really, really do, and uh, hope it didn't get too, uh, nah, whatever. It got what it got. It got what it got. We said what we said. And it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Truly, thank you. Uh, you guys make this so fun for us to be able to have a podcast. is a really fun, cool thing for us just to open up with our fellow randos. Sorry, I hate it. <laughs> restart. I know, just restart. Uh, no, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, we sure do appreciate it. <laughs> we hope that we've, uh, you know, shed some light on some things, made you feel less alone, gave you some sort of sense of optimism, oh, yeah. cleared some stuff up in life that you probably were, like, wondering about. But, like, Giving ourselves so much credit. We really helped, huh? <laughs> How was that? Was that fun? Anyway, uh, might as well be a math tutor because we solved your problem. <laughs> oh, God. Do you hear that? Andrew, can you repeat that, what you just said, please? I said we might as well be a math tutor because it solved all, solve solve all your all problems. Your problems. On that note, thank you so much for listening to this. Andrew, take it away. Leave in the comments any uh, thoughts or ideas or anything random that you want to leave. Yeah, and, but like uh, nothing weird, please. We like should, nothing like weird or creepy. We'll be sure to <laughs> check that out. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Until next time, uh, be as sweet as possible. Be, be, be as sweet as you could possibly be. And see you next week. Bone spiders waving. All right. And it's three in the morning. And you're, okay, he's still eating the gingerbread head. That's a real thing that just happened. Goodbye.